Welcome to a new episode of the Big Idea Big Moves podcast. The new the voice new of voice success. success. We all want to feel successful and fulfilled in our lives, but that can be a bumpy road. Through the experiences, journeys and advice of our guests here on Big Idea Big Moves, we will help you get a jump start on experiencing and cultivating whole life success. Be ready to take notes. Every episode has action items that you can apply to your own life right away. Okay, let's get this started. I will now pass you over to the host of Big Idea Big Moves, Jamie Allison. Hi again, everybody. I'm Jamie Allison. This is the Big Idea, Big Moves podcast. This is the destination for high performers. We talk to people from different genres, different niches, just people doing really cool things in their space. Um, so we talk to a lot of athletes. We talk to CEOs, entrepreneurs, just people, again, doing really cool things that we can take bits and pieces of their journey and and hopefully apply some of them to our lives as well. And, and I know I have one of those guests today. Just before we jump into that, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know we have a connection with Epitome Sportswear. And, and now that uh, at least here, um, we're in Canada, so the, the weather's starting to turn and all those fun things, um, it's a good time to get out there and, and do hikes and things like that. And, and that's what we really like about our partnership with Epitome Sportswear, because it's it's not just high performance gear, it's things that uh, that you might do just enjoying going out and going for that hike or or going to watch your, your child play soccer, whatever you, you like to do at this time of year. So check it out. But the other thing that's really um, you know aligned with us as well is that they like to give back to the community that they serve and they um, actually take a portion of their proceeds and put it towards um, organizations that help provide opportunities for girls and women in sport and so um, really a, a nice thing from our perspective as well um, so take a look on our Instagram profile there is a connection through there as well and I think there's a 20% um, um, uh, discount code so feel free to use that otherwise you can go directly to them as well which is epitome sportswear so e-p-i-t-o-m-e sportswear.com and uh, and see if there's something there that uh, that makes sense for you. Um, so today, really uh, excited to have uh, Holly Carroll with us today. She's a successful international uh, realtor with the agency, um, especially in Muskoka. Um, she is the author of Selling Secrets You Can't Afford to Miss and has her own initiative called Finding the Beauty Within that helps teach girls uh, self-confidence and self-worth. Um, she was Miss uh, Canada Tourism in 2017-2018, has been featured as a, a top real estate uh, agent to watch in HuffMag and was uh, featured in MarketWatch as well so lots of cool things there and um and maybe i'll ask um you know holly it uh, you know i was just talking about how things have kind of changed in the weather and all those fun things uh do you do you miss the muskoka summer or is it uh, are you in, enjoying when you get into kind of some of those fall things as well like uh you know it, it, do you have a favorite time i guess from that end to be honest with you fall is my favorite time in the muskoka because of the leaves and just how beautiful and picturesque it is yeah, 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 me too. I was up there this weekend, actually, and it was really, really nice. So, um, you know, one of the things that we talked about just before we came on here is that you've you've got um, uh, kind of an eclectic background and, and kind of moving into realty is, is something that, you know, it, it fits, but at the same time, it's a, it's a little bit different coming from kind of a, a more kind of urban background into kind of some of the stuff that you're doing now in, in that area. So why don't you work us through a little bit about your career path? You know, how did, how did you get here with the agency and, and talk to us about that? Yeah, so I was a international model for 17 years. Um, and then, of course, I was Miss Canada Tourism, as you mentioned, 2017, 2018. Um, so 
it wasn't really a corporate world. It wasn't really a sales world. It mm -hmm. was, uh, you know, it was a, a modeling world, a pageant world. Um, so there was some, some degree of, of learning and growing that I had to grow into. Um, the best part about it is, is that really in any types of sales, you just got to be yourself. Yeah. So um, I talk about this quite a bit is when I first started, I tried to be somebody else. I tried to be that corporate realtor and it just didn't work. And it wasn't that fun to try <laughs> to be somebody else. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So as soon as I kind of mesh the two, um, I got to kind of still be the model and, and the, and the beauty pageant. As soon as I meshed the two, my career really took off. And that had a lot to do with, you know, self-worth, self-growth, personal development, professional development. Mm -hmm. um, also when I joined the agency, um, they're really big on marketing and I just felt like it was such a good fit for me. Yeah. And I could use all the modeling and all the beauty pageant. And I even coined myself as the queen of Muskoka. <laughs> <laughs> so it really went well together. And then as soon as it clicked, I didn't have to worry about being anybody else. I could just be myself authentically every day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it is one thing that you, you've mentioned that because uh, I mean, you do it as well as the organization that you work with is that um, um, it is about kind of a, a broader experience and, and just, you know, how, how does that fit for you? Because you, you've kind of mentioned it does fit. It's in your wheelhouse and that kind of thing, but how does that make a difference? Like for those people who are listening, who may be not realtors, we have lots of entrepreneurs that, you know, those same Absolutely. kind of things apply across industries. Uh, how do you see kind of creating an experience being able to fit into what you do? Yeah, I think in any type of sales and anything that you're doing in, in building an impact, you have to create emotion, right? And so for me in Muskoka, there's a bit of, there's a lifestyle. I mean, you knew you were just at the beer spa. It's a yes. lifestyle. It's a, you know, happy birthday, by the yeah, way. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so it's a lifestyle, you know, and um, I think when people watch anything that I have on Instagram or social media, you know, it's a fun lifestyle that I'm living. It's not just, um, you know, pounding real estate down people's throats. Mm -hmm. So, and I, I also think that that helps that I'm authentically myself when I'm doing it as well so that people can kind of get to know me before they actually meet me in person. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it, and it is interesting to see, um, you know, how, how that fits across different aspects of, of everyone, you know, everyone's life that they're, they're out there and um, realizing that, you know, if you're in a, um, a small business, some of those things are, are applicable either way about being able to, you know, create Absolutely. that connection with people. Um, it, you know, you talk a lot about confidence. Is that, um, you know, is that something that not only do you, you, you obviously people right now think, okay, well, you know, you seem very <laughs> confident, Holly, and all those things. Have, have you always been that way? And, um, and is it something that you think you can, can you grow that? Can you can you expand on it? You absolutely can grow on it. I feel like we do have it inside us, but it's a muscle that we do have to work on. Um, there's a couple of key things that help me with my confidence. I mean, any new business that you start, anything that you are going into, you're going to need confidence and you may not have confidence at the beginning. You know, I, I, I can't sit here and say that I was the most confident person when I first got into real estate. Mm -hmm. I had to work on that muscle, yeah. right? So yeah. the few things that you can do, I mean, one of the biggest things for me was surrounding myself with other dreamers and other people that had confidence. I mean, that's a huge one um, because there's a lot of times where, you know, things don't go the right way and, 
and or there's naysayers and that can really get you. And if you don't have somebody that that believes in you and if you then you can slowly kind of start to to, to fade away. Mm-hmm. Um, I also do a lot of self-care, a lot of self-love. I do a lot of affirmations. I fully believe that it, whatever you put in your mind is what comes out. So garbage in, garbage out. On the flip side, what you're putting in on a positive note is what's coming out. Yeah. So I really protect my mindset. I protect what I watch. I protect what I listen to. Um, these types of podcasts, I love listening to these. These are inspiring things to help you become more confident. I don't watch the news, like things that I know that w- might subconsciously break me. I do not watch that. Mm-hmm. Um, biggest thing, I guess, surround yourself with people. And then there's, there's a lot of self-growth that, can happen throughout that will help you build confidence. Well, and what goes with that as well, and is, is really important in the line of work that you do is, um, is building those connections and networking and, and some of those things. Um, are there, um, you know, starting out fresh in an industry like that, was that something that, um, you know, what did you do to make sure that you could build enough of a network and how do you continually do that to, to kind of build out, um, you know, people that, uh, you know, create referrals, create just, um, you know, that ability to, to get your name out there? Um, the main thing that I do is I, I visualize who I want to be and how I want to act in those types of situations. I also think about which clients I want, but not just financially, but what kind of people I want to be around. So in a, tr- in a real estate transaction, it's you really have to become friends with somebody and it's not just like a one phone call one off i mean you're going to basically become you're going to be in a relationship with them so i think about who i want to attract and and what kind of people they are um and you know i really think about that and i visualize that before that even happens right and um are there are there times like because you're going to be talking to people that um you know some people would be thinking okay you, you know some of those people are ceos they are you know people that are probably you know have a perception of being very powerful um how do you um how do you have the confidence to be able to move that forward and and reach out to those people because there's lots of people here that you know probably that fits in in what they would like to be able to do as well um do you find it still intimidating do you find it difficult to do um yes i can't sit here and say that that's not intimidating at sometimes but i choose not to believe that thought Mm-hmm. So, you know, I kind of say, okay, thank you. That wasn't too many, but I'm still going to move forward. And I believe without an wavering doubt that I will be successful. So I lead into everything I do with that unwavering belief in myself. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and then of course, a couple of times in transactions, you build a little bit more confidence, but I do feel that confidence comes first. Because they're almost sharks. They can, they can smell that, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, if, um, you know, when you, when you go into to something like this, you know, you've, um, I, I mean, you've, you've written a book now, you've done a bunch of things. So obviously you, um, you do kind of take opportunities as they come. And that's one that, um, that you know, comes probably com- almost completely from yourself is you have to be able to create those things yourself. Um, how do you, how do you set goals for yourself? I mean, if you're talking to, you know, these, these higher level people and making sure that you connect with the right people and the right mindsets, um, how do you approach goal setting? Like, are you a person who writes everything down? Uh, how, how do you go into that process? I get very, very, very clear 
at what I want and and who I will be in that position. So I get very, very clear. I write it out in detail daily. And I write it out in detail um, in a form where, say, if somebody didn't know me or didn't even know anything about real estate, they can picture that in their mind. So I, I, I do a lot of visualization. I do a lot of writing. I do a lot of goal setting. I, I do that every day. And then when the goal gets to be approached, I set the goal even further. Now, when you say that uh, someone else could could read it, is be, is it because it's descriptive or is it because it's very correct. you know specific? Is that is that what you mean? Both, both. Okay. So the idea of the goal and the dream um, to write it down in so much detail and to get so clear is that I can visualize it in such detail that I can feel it. And then if some, so, by, so much that somebody, if they read it and didn't know me, didn't know the goal, they can, they can figure it out too. So that's just yeah. a tip for how detailed you should be in writing your goals and your dreams and your, and your desires. Now you have, um, you've kind of set up your own organization that you work with young girls in building confidence and some of those things. Um, you know, are, are, those, are those things that you connect in with that or what kind of things do you uh, kind of talk to, to young girls about in, in being able to help build their own self-worth and self-confidence? Yeah, so um, my, my company, Finding the Beauty Within, is a workshop for young women, the ages of 11 to 18. Uh, we touch on a lot of stuff. We mainly touch on self-worth. Um, we, ta- we talk about walking with confidence. We talk about all the things that they could potentially go through during their, you know, puberty and during their high school years um we talk about how to compliment somebody we talk about how to respectfully decline um you know the opposite sex we talk about so much stuff um and again it it creates this safe space for these women to sort of go through this stuff with someone else other than their their mother or their father right because they're probably not being as honest so it's a safe space for them to be honest and then we work through it with them. Um, you know, we, we've had women and uh, testimonials that have come through this course. And one girl, she couldn't even walk through the halls of her high school when she first started the workshop. Mm-hmm. And after the workshop, she walks down with pride. And she helps other women too walk down with pride. Mm-hmm. So it's this ripple effect as well. Like confidence isn't just so you can become successful. It's actually to impact the world. And it's not these huge, um, you know, breaking down barriers. It's just these little things that you can do to help you impact yourself and impact the world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how would, you know, uh, those are cool things to hear about how you're impacting people. Um, you know, what is that like knowing that, you know, you're, you're um, being a role model and giving back? Cause I know you do a lot of that as well outside of even just what we just talked about, but is that, is uh, obviously that's something important to you. Does, does it, um, you know, uh, how does it feel to, to have young girls say that you've made an impact that way? It melts my heart. There's nothing, there's nothing better, no better feeling than having that because then, they can go out and do that to their younger people that they meet as well, right? Yeah. Um, I feel like one of the reasons why I started this and wanted to do this in the first place is because aside from my mom, I never had a really good role model that I could look up to. And I just feel like this is, this is truly one of my purposes in life. And, you know, when you look on social media, 
a lot of these younger women look up to these women that aren't really making the right choices. So they think it's cool. And that, that happened to me a lot in my life where, you know, alcohol and partying was glamorized because I didn't know really any better. I didn't have a role model that sort of directed me in the right direction. So I think that, that being a role model after becoming a a professional model and a, a, you know, beauty queen, that it's like my duty to show these women that these are the right choices to make. Yeah, it yeah, it is interesting that um, that you do flag that that there are, there are so many people out there that um, would be role models, and but are, are they really kind of role modeling the the right kind of behaviors and everything as well? Which um, uh, which is interesting. That's a whole other conversation too, I guess. <laughs> True. Um, but but you know, if you were like in your position now, because obviously you have lots of goals. Do you have do you have somebody uh, or some people that you look up to that? that are role models for you now or um, like in whether it's in the job that you're in, but also just kind of generally, or is there someone out there that you'd say, wow, you know, if, if things were going the way I'd like them to be in, in a while, that's the kind of person I'd like to be like. I have a huge role model and she's my mentor and her name's Kathleen Cameron. Mm-hmm. Um, she has impacted my life immensely. Um, I also have a huge role model within um, Kat and Steve Bailey, who are the owners of the Ontario agencies. They're amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest thing about them, too, is that they believe in all of their agents and they, they, they just act in a kind way. And just the way that they do business is just exactly how I want to be and exactly who I want to surround myself with. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, it, you know, we talked about goal setting a little bit, but, um, you know, if uh, uh, going forward, I mean, you know, what do you what do you want to see? Where do you want you, yourself to go? Like, do you are you uh, looking at pretty short term things or do you really set things up for a, a long period of time? Do you have a, uh, a goal like a big goal out there somewhere that you'd like to do one day? I do. I am a huge dreamer. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing is impossible for me. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to be a, a iconic international luxury realtor mm-hmm. um, and I want to make a huge impact in this world, inspiring others to follow their dreams. Um, I also have a personal goal and a professional goal. Mm-hmm. So it's, they're, they're pretty intertwined. Yeah. It has a lot to do with impacting the world and just inspiring others. And when I say impacting the world, I don't necessarily mean that I have to be this huge famous person. Impacting mm-hmm. the world can just be a daily task of just being kind and you know being intentional with your actions. Um, but yes, I have a professional and a personal goal. When you look at um, you know the, the the types of goals that you have over the next little while, um, how do you how do you start to connect the dots for like if if you know because some people will have um, a, a, a short term goal that they kind of set in that's that's pretty much just how can I do things in the next six months or so? Do you do you approach it as um, you know a, a much just break down a much larger goal or do you have kind of a, a way to to kind of do that and then you kind of reset on a much larger goal when you do it? So um, the goals that I write down daily are my end goals Mm -hmm. um, because it's that person that I'm trying to become. It's that person that I believe I'm going to become. Right. So I do focus on the end results. um, And I have no idea how that's going to happen, but I believe. So I focus a lot on my belief on how that's going to happen. And then I trust that the process will 
you know, unveil in, itself on mm -hmm. my way there. Yeah. Um, I am very disciplined with my emotions and my actions. So I get in the habit daily of asking myself, you know, does this uh, support the life that I'm trying to create? Yeah. So, you know, it's not necessarily that I that I write out the how to's, but I definitely ask myself when when when, um, you know, when faced with something, does this support this end goal? Mm -hmm. So I really focus on the end goal and I and I try to do things daily that 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 help me reach that goal. But it's usually on who I have to become, not the actions that I need to take. OK. And, you know, yeah, absolutely. I, I think because I, I, I think that's what some people, depending on uh, you know whether it's the, the looking at little things and they build towards something or whether it's really kind of painting a, a, just a deeper picture of where they want to be, I think, and, and trying to get there. So, um, you know, so when you look at, um, you know, Realty is, is actually a really good example of um, it can be long hours. It can be at times where where actually everybody else is, um, you know, some of your busier times are on weekends and things like that in the middle of summer. Um, <laughs> so, uh, um, you know, how do you how do you make sure that you do find some balance? You talked about before you do some other things just to make sure that from a mindset you're you're balanced. But um, how do you how do you or can you be you know feel balanced knowing kind of uh, you've you've got those extra long hours sometimes and all those things that just come with the job. It's a great question, and I'm glad I'm able to answer this because real estate can can quickly take over you mm -hmm. and and um, sort of dictate your life. And I don't want that for anybody. And it doesn't have to be like that. Um, I take days off. I take personal days to go within, whether it be just to sit and do nothing and just listen. Um, I love family. I have to be around my family. I usually feel it when it's getting too much that, yeah. whoa, I need to pull back. Yeah. Um, the biggest thing about that is you need to check in with yourself probably daily. If you miss a day, that's okay. But check in with yourself and just check in with how you're feeling. Mm -hmm. And if you're feeling overwhelmed, that's a red flag to stop. I'm huge in meditation and I'm huge in visualization and I'm huge in prayer. Yeah. That's my non-negotiables. It doesn't have to be this big deal where I have to go to you know, um, the temple to do this. Uh, but I definitely have to check in with myself. I have to check in with my higher power and mm -hmm. I have to meditate and visualize. Those are a must. Um, and a really good thing to do is to book your days off, not your days on, especially ah, when yeah. you own your own business. And yes. Own yeah. Because yeah, it, it can very easily be the opposite that, you know, if yeah. you're um, people think um, I think if you own your own business or do real estate where it is that same kind of setup, um, it's pretty easy to schedule yourself all the time. So, um, so that's, all that's great, uh, great advice. The other one is um, that, um, it, you know, it, it very much a, a, a pure kind of real estate question now is that, um, you know, it, things, um, if people are a little hesitant right now, because obviously interest rates have gone up a little bit and, uh, um, and there's some uncertainty and, and things like that, how are, how do you address that with people? Have you had to address some of that lately? And, um, and is it something that, um, you know, has, has affected anything from your end? Yeah, I think the real estate market is getting a little bit better right now. Obviously, the rates are, are a bit higher than they used to be. But I think that we're comparing it to a worldwide pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, so that's not that that's your answer right there. Yeah. Um, things are kind of normalizing in the market now that wasn't sustainable. And that wasn't um, that wasn't a good, a good thing. Right. Yeah. Um, 
So I think the market's actually normalizing right now. I think it's always a good time to buy real estate. However, it is certainly a buyer's market now rather than a seller's market. We know that. That's pretty obvious. Yeah. Um, but I also think that um, there's more to that conversation and it's and it's client by client. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that uh, we should get clear at what you want, you know, get clear at what you don't want, get clear at how high, how low. And we would just really break down what you really want. And, and we go from there. I don't think anyone needs to be pushed in or out of real estate. Um, I do see that a lot more buyers are coming around. I mean, how can we ever be certain anyways? Like there's no way to be certain at all. Um, I think that that huge spike of, of everybody scrambling to buy is gone for now. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but it, um, but it is yeah. interesting that I, I think that normalization is uh, you know people are are comparing it to something that was extremely abnormal for a period of time. Exactly. So um so yeah, I think that's that's a it's a good thing to flag for a lot of people. So um so you know one of the things that we ask everybody is that we we try to have a couple of actionable items, and I know people have probably taken lots of those away. And um but I'm I'm gonna hit you another with another one that's that's probably pretty real estate focused for this one then because I know we've got lots of stuff about goal setting and things that, that um, you've, you've shared um, but if people are looking at uh, you know they are thinking about you know whether it's finding someplace or, or being able to um, connect with whether it's a um, it's a, a realtor or an agency to, to work with sometimes that can be difficult for people to try to figure out how do I do that because there are lots of people out there or lots of places out there um, what are some of the things that you would recommend to look at to find somebody or an agency to work with I think the number one thing is to find a local agent mm-hmm. so if you are um, looking in the Muskoka um, market, find a local agent. I'm yeah. a local agent in the yeah. scope market. <laughs> Not to plug on me, but, nope, but I yeah. mean, I think you should find someone that has general knowledge of the area. Um, I also think, I mean, this kind of goes without saying, but I think you should find somebody that you trust that, that, that you like, and they like you, because again, it is a process and then you need to trust the process. Um, but I definitely find a local, uh, agent, someone that, that kind of is aligned with your goals and where you want to go. Um, Cause there are agents that are, that are a little bit more focused on something else than, than others. And that's fine too, but just make sure that your goals and your um, ambitions align with that agent that you're looking for. Um, I, I'm speaking more of a buyer, but also with a, with, for a listing agent as well. Mm-hmm. Um, just get to know them, get to know what they can do for you and what you can do for them. I mean, and it goes with that authenticity piece we talked about before as well. And um, really important, especially if you're, I mean, this, these are big transactions. They aren't small transactions. So it's important to, to be able to have mutual trust that way too. So, um, you know, so if people are, uh, you know, and, and, you know, you did mention that, you know, there may be some people that kind of want to, to connect with you, but even just to follow what you're doing and also, um, you know, and, and, and be able to, to maybe connect with you as well, if it, if it makes sense from that. And what are some of the best ways to do that, Holly? The best ways for me is uh, Instagram. Mm-hmm. So my Instagram is at Holly Ann Carroll. Um, I also run a women's group. that's mm-hmm. absolutely fantastic. Um, it's a safe space for us to collaborate, support, um, you know, connect with one another. Mm-hmm. And it is at Women Empower Women Co. And my um, workshops for the young women, Finding the Beauty Within, will be starting soon. And that's Finding the Beauty Within. 
Awesome. Okay. And we will, what we'll do is we'll put all those in the show notes as well. So if okay. you miss those, we'll make sure that um, people can kind of directly go from, from the podcast to those as well. If you're listening and haven't hit subscribe in the podcast, do that right now. We have great people every week, just like Holly. So um, make sure that you make that connection. Um, and again, you know, I, I know uh, things are probably uh, nice and busy for you right now, Holly, but um, thanks for taking the time. We, uh, I know the group has probably taken a, a lot away from our conversation today. Thank you for having me. Oh, no problem at all. And uh, we will talk to everybody else again on uh, Big Idea, Big Moves. Thanks for listening to the Big Idea, Big Moves podcast. Be sure to drop us a comment on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Instagram at Big Idea underscore Big Moves. We love to hear your feedback. Till next time, remember, big change comes from small, consistent actions. 